This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. Hey, what's happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Go Win Podcast on a Tuesday tune-up. I am J.M. Ryerson. You know, I never introduced myself, but because you're here, I am. (laughs) I'm J.M. Ryerson, and... I'm Lisa Ryerson. This is three times this week that she has been wrangled in for whether it's a podcast or a video or gosh, I don't even remember. Just everything. I'm an Uber driver. Pretty good at it. For the children. Yes. You know, unpaid. (laughs) Fair. Absolutely fair. Um, So what are we talking about today? We're talking about deepening relationships. Now, this is not just applicable in the home with your significant other. This is applicable to business as well. And so the three topics that I really want to talk about with you today is very applicable both here at home uh, and in your business. And fortunate for you that uh, we get to both live together and work together. Aren't you lucky? Yay. I'm so excited. You should be. You should be. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so let's just start with the first one. It's it's simple, and yet often it is the most challenging thing, and that is communication. Now, I'm going to pro- preface this really fast or prop this up. I don't know how you'd say this. They're saying that currently our attention spans are less than eight seconds. So I've been talking for, I don't know, the better part of a minute, and you were going in and out. Is that true? Wait, what did you say? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So one of the biggest challenges we have with communication is, did it actually happen? And how are you able to make sure that what you wanted to communicate was actually received? So I'll just, I'll throw that out to you because with, an eight-second attention span, that's not very long. So how do you make sure to really communicate effectively what you're looking to do or accomplish? Let's see here. Gosh, that's a loaded question, J.M. Um, Well, at least you heard the question. (laughs) Or did I? Uh, So I know that with the boys, we have two teenagers at home, and if they're in their phones, they're not listening. And if you're trying to communicate to them, they're not listening, right? They'll give you a, yeah, mom, yeah, mom, and then nothing happens. And so something that I've done is I'll literally go like this. I'll go, TJ or Trey or JM, like, this is what I need you to do, or can you please go do this? And then I'll have them. squeeze my face for the record. (laughs) And, uh, And then I have them repeat it back to me. Hey, what did mom just say? And then they'll say, do blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of funny, actually. A funny story today happened. I asked TJ, I said, hey, bud, he's on spring break this week. And I said, hey, uh, can you please go do the laundry? So he just sat there. He's like, yeah, mom. Okay, cool. And he sat there. And it was probably, I don't know. I usually give it a few minutes. I'm doing my own thing. And he's still sitting there. And finally, he looks up at me. He goes, what time exactly did you want me to do the laundry? I go, excuse me? <laughs> like, what do you mean what time? When I asked you to do something, it's now it was like, you know, 10 seconds ago or two minutes ago that you should have gotten up and gone. And so it's pretty funny how what they come up with. However, this is actually, thank you, total tee up whether you realize this or not. <laughs> He's actually pointing out a flaw in your communication. And by the way, in most of our communication, especially in business, 
what he asks for is the specific outcome because the expectation you have is to put away the, the clothes, right? To mm-hmm. get this done. But if you don't say by when, how's he to know? For him, he's like me. He's like, cool, man, that'll be done in the next week. For you, that means right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually pretty profound for a 16-year-old to say, so I'm clear, what time do you want that to be put away? He was just being a smart ass today. Let's be clear. Uh, and I mean, you all you all live with me for a very long time. Yeah. So technically you should know. It would actually, if I asked you to do something now, I kind of expected to be done yesterday. Got it. But that is your expectation. And <laughs> so again, this happens often. When you assume something, you make an ass out of you and out of me. That's what assume means. And it also leads to frustrations. I want to give you another example, though, of something that happened where we weren't really jiving as a family. And you said, hey, we're going to have a family meeting. And you actually set out five bullet points on what we're going to talk about. Now, if you just call the family meeting and we start talking, which happened, by the way, we got off on one subject and tangent. And our youngest actually said, I'm out of here. This isn't a applying to me, which was actually fair at the time when he said it. And he said, hold on. We have these other four items, just like an agenda that we need to hit. And my point to this is it was a very specific meeting to talk about a very specific item, which was communication between really you and the kids. Mm -hmm. And by setting up the specific intention, here's the outcome These are the expectations. Now everybody was on the same page. And by the way, the community, the the conversation couldn't have gone better. And some things that were said were not easy to hear, right? Feedback, both for us, for our kids, but because we were open in that space, um, they heard it. So uh, great job, by the way, both of you guys are applying these business rules, whether you know it or not. (laughs) I don't think we have any choice. Well, maybe not. Living with you. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. But the communication piece was heard so much more clearly when you're very clear on your expectations and the outcome. And what a cool lesson that TJ did for you, whether you wanted to know that or not. And then what you did for all of us as a family to say, we're having a specific meeting. Here's the five items I want to cover. And we did. And we covered it in 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That normal, the, all five of those points would have taken hours yelling, screaming, frustrations, and no one would have heard it. But because you set up a safe space, everything was tackled. Good job. Thank you. Next time you can do all the agendas for everything. That was <laughs> all right. So the next one, uh, in terms of deepening relationships, and again, this applies both to uh, relationships in the home and also with business. And I wrote down special time or really time to spend specific to getting to know one another better, spending that quality time. And often business partners, you'll see they don't do this and marriages for that matter, where we're just kind of humming along and we're doing the day to day, but we forget to actually connect and Mm -hmm. check in with one another. So specific to the special time, you're much more intentional and certainly more calendared, if that's a word. That's um, a nice way to put it. He means A-type. 
Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you're very good at making sure this happens. Mm -hmm. So what, what's your thought on special time? Because you are, of the two of us, you do a better job of this. Well, thank you. Yeah. So many compliments today. I love it. Um, yes. Yeah, so I make sure that every single month we have a date night, right? And it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be out of this world. We're not traveling to Europe. Um, I wish we would every single month, but we can't do that right now with our kiddos. I make sure that I have a date night with JM. It could be cuddling on a couch, watching a movie, it could be going out to dinner, could be playing pickleball, you know, whatever it may be. So we have our special time. And then I make sure that I have a date night with um, each each of our boys. And so with our oldest, you know, it's a, he's a little reluctant. Um, on most days, he's like, Mom, can we just grab Chipotle and come home and chill at home? You know, he's totally JM. Uh, and then our youngest is asking to go to Morton's or to go to Europe and have dinner in the Eiffel Tower, right, for our special time. So it's really funny how you have two kids from the same exact parents, same upbringing and totally, you know, different, uh, you know, different things that they love. And so making sure that you have the special times with the people in your family, I think is really important. And then as far as work goes, I remember, you know, when I used to have my team, I would do that same thing. I would take out each and every single one of my agents, um, at least once a month, you know, to a lunch or whatever, and just sit down and just check in on them. Right. And making sure that you, they know that you care about them. The last leadership team I was working with, the biggest complaint they had was not spending time in a social gathering with one another. And here was the, the crazy part. Literally, when we put a rule in place that when you go to these gatherings, you cannot talk about work, A, they failed miserably, like again and again and again, until finally they they got it and they started to open up about their dreams, aspirations, kids, whatever was going on personally, that team within, within about a month, I don't know how you would quantify it other than it, it gelled. I mean, it was like, they didn't, they didn't like each other at all. Then somebody said, I just want to spend time with them to get to know them. Immediately the team gelled and they're like, Oh, so-and-so is not a bad person. Actually we do the same whatever activity. And it is amazing. Just a couple hundred bucks or whatever you spend. It doesn't matter about the, the amount of money you spend, just that quality time outside of the workplace, how many positive things come from that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so important. So deepening your relationships. Number one was communication, truly listening, setting expectations. Number two, creating that special time. And again, uh, for those business partners that are like, I'm not doing special time. Whatever you want to call it, you can call it happier. I don't care. You can call it creative hour. You can call it whatever the heck you want, but getting away from that uh, office setting so that you can really just bond with one another. All right. And then the last one is practicing forgiveness. Now, recently, uh, last week, uh, our son was playing a tennis tournament and I came down on him pretty hard in terms of I was critiquing what he had done. And you had stepped in and basically said, stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're wrong. And, you know, you and I kind of got into a little bit and I finally was just like, all right. And I just shut down. And then the next day I did ask you to go watch what you did. And thank you. Um, but you observed the same thing that I did. And you actually apologized 
later that 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 on the drive home, and you said, you know, I just want to let you know, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Can I tell you how a immediately that shifted just even the way I was feeling a little bit towards that interaction mm-hmm. because a, I felt validated in what I was saying and that I wasn't crazy in what I saw B when somebody is willing to say, you know what? I screwed up my bad. I'm sorry. Instead of taking it to like the ego place, he just said, I'm sorry. And I, I have to say it was just a recent example where, you know what? Thank you. And, and literally that thing was un- washed under the rug and we move forward so much faster than if we had. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often because typically I'm right. Just saying. You're you're right. <laughs> so I don't have to say. I typically don't do things that I have to say sorry for. Okay. Well, we started in a really good place. She's going to need to apologize again. <laughs> no, I'm um, not. No, you know, it, it is one of those things because... I see it in leadership all the time in businesses where people don't want to seem vulnerable. And so they'll literally, and I call it, they would rather be wrong. Sorry. They would rather be right and lose than wrong and win. And often when our ego's talking, it's like, I don't care if I can cure this relationship by just saying, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it because they're the asshole. They are the one that did blah, blah, blah. And the truth is just say, I'm sorry, my bad. I, right. I, I, I didn't see it from your lens or whatever. Yeah, totally. So what prompted you to say sorry, being that you don't do it that often? <laughs> well, I felt the need to do that because I was coming home and I didn't want to have World War III that day. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> Are you, is that now going to become a habit of yours to know when you're in the wrong and say, I'm sorry. And Jamie, you're awesome. Your hair looks amazing. No, the hair part would never fly, but um, any other thoughts on forgiveness? Because again, culturally, this is not something that I hear often in your culture. Um, You know, not that it's all about, but there are certain cultures where people just, they say hurtful things and we're not going to apologize. We're just going to move forward. And at least your Asian side, the Chinese culture it is very much that way where mm-hmm. we can say some really harsh stuff and it's kind of accepted like, okay, uh, no problem. We're not going to talk about it. Right. But I come from a place where if you mess up, like you just say, I'm sorry, I, I made a mistake. So are you, are you turning to my side? <laughs> I guess so. You've kind of been running off on me over the last 20 plus years. All right. Well, any other thoughts? You're kind of quiet. No, I'm good. I mean, there was a lot. It was a I lot. I think we went over quite a bit today. Communication, mm-hmm. creating that special time, whatever you want to call it, and practicing forgiveness. You do those three things and your personal relationships, your business relationships will flourish. They'll get better and better and better. Um, oh, I have something to say. Sorry, please about. go for I'm it. I'm so sorry. Your hair is just awful. Okay. Quick poll. If someone would... <laughs> Just send to our DM us. Let's go win 365. JM's hair, good or bad? Keep growing it or don't, which I'm going to grow anyway until TJ hits a 12. But I would love to hear from the audience because if I'm doing an informal poll out there, you're losing bad. No, that's because people are not being truthful. 
So they're just lying to my face. I think a lot of them are. Yes. But they're making you like they tell you how good it looks. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've been there. <laughs> All right, you guys, I appreciate you. Share this because everybody can deepen their relationships, both in work, both at home, everywhere. And these three things will be so applicable for everyone. Until next time, I appreciate you all. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.